Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. I'm Coulter Nuanez. This is our Around the Big Sky Interviews podcast for the week, and we're going to keep it short and sweet. We have four different hits for you here. We'll hear from Bruce Barnum, the head coach of Portland State. The Vikings host Montana on Saturday. We'll also hear from Aaron Best, the head coach of Eastern Washington. His Eagles play at Montana State on Saturday. We will also share our Montana State Minute featuring Montana State senior nickelback Lavelle Price Jr. He's one of five players that signed with Montana State back during the 2018 signing class that still remains on the team. He's got a great story from St. John Bosco Prep in Compton to Bozeman, Montana, what college sports are all about. Get things started with the man, Bruce Barnum, live from Nuanas Now earlier this week. A DUI is a serious charge, and the process can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, and I have the experience and knowledge necessary to effectively represent you and make the situation manageable. Visit BigSkyDefender.com today. And we are happy to be joined right off the top of the show. One of our favorites. The head man over there for the Vikings. They host the Grizzlies on Saturday. Bruce Barnum on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Coach Barney, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? Hey, Coulter. Uh, doing well. Trying to get ready for the Grizz. Uh, thanks for having us. Of course, man. First of all, just take us through uh, your season so far. I know we talked to you when you were on your way to Bozeman, but that was early in the conference schedule, and it's been sort of up and down for you guys. You've had some great flashes, some good big wins, and, and also uh, some missteps along the way as well. So just take us through uh, the last couple weeks for you guys. Uh, of course, uh, when we're healthy, uh, I think we're hard to stop on offense. You know, defense is finding a way. Uh, Forty freshmen have <clears throat> played this season, Coulter. Um, uh, we're rolling. I'm, you know, I've talked to you about this uh, earlier. You know, I finally changed my schedule. Uh, next year we play 10 FCS. We got, instead of, you know, the smaller divisions, um, teams you and I have never heard of, we play Chattanooga and South Dakota, you know, along with our eight-game um, conference schedule. So I'm excited about that. I'm building towards that. I was going to try to sneak in the playoffs this year. We dropped a couple. Like I said, when we're healthy, we're good on offense, and I think we can keep up with people, you know. Um, when we're banged up at certain positions, when we're tough. Northern Arizona, fun win. You know, that was when I was at our peak. I kept everybody healthy, um, or got everybody healthy after Bozeman. Uh, we started a couple freshmen up front in Bozeman. They kind of got, you know, woken up uh, to the speed of the big sky and one of the premier teams. Um, but get them back together in Northern Arizona, a very costly loss. I lost uh, three of my – everybody's losing people. I understand that. We lost three of my stars that game. Uh, they that you won't see till next year, and one it was a, a career ending. One of my offensive linemen captains. So we're putting it together, but um, you know now we're facing a, a a team that's rolling, and their offense is caught up. I think, and their special teams is always figuring it out. But their defense, I mean, their defense is uh, a challenge. So ready to go. Had two good weeks of practice. You got the Hout kid running my. Scout team for the defense for my for our offense, so that's on tap, you know. Um, put some cleats on him, believe it or not, and he got those guys together. He played a little safety the last couple of days, so just trying to get ready for the Grizz. Well, when it comes to that dynamic, it's gonna be fascinating, right? Because you got 
father-son, father-son on both sidelines. Your son, Cooper, plays for the Grizz. Bobby Alk's son, Robbie, now coaching for you. But start with Robbie. I mean, you mentioned he, he's doing some scout team stuff for you and all that. So, I mean, how do you sort of tap into that? Because, I mean, he was a four-year starter for the Grizz defense, so he probably knows it as well as anybody. Oh, boy, he knows the back end, you know. Uh, he'll be a coordinator or head coach, whatever the hell he wants to be. Once he figures out, you know, his knowledge of the front, you know, is, is uh, on defense if anything is lacking, but he knows the back end like nobody. Um, it's hard to remember sometimes, you know, that he was playing last year, but uh, I, he's smart. I think he's going to be – I know he's going to be a hell of a coach, and I'll tell you what <laughs> – He's ready for this one. Holy jumping catfish. He is fired up. He wants to go 1-0 against Pop. So, um, you know, it was interesting. I sat him down, you know, because I'm not going to – I don't care. I'm not going to pull a Harbaugh, but – I sat him down at the beginning of the week. I said, listen, here's all I want from you. I don't want signals and all the BS bullshit. Let's do this. I said, are you comfortable sitting down and watching film with me and just talking, answering my questions? You know what I mean? Because I played the Grizz enough to kind of know what they're doing, but he kind of, you know, crossed some T's and dotted some I's and, you know, but I, I didn't want to put him in a spot. I said, you don't have to answer anything you don't want. And so, uh, that was, you know, I hope helpful, uh, because I, I think the Grizz, the keys figure out their blitz, you know, figure out what they're doing in the back end. Cause they run around like a bunch of wild banshees and they, uh, that's their answer. They push that blitz button. They kick people's ass. Bruce Barton here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio is the head coach of Portland State. His squad hosts Montana on Saturday evening out there at Hillsborough Stadium. Um, coach, do you see much differences in what Montana's doing defensively? To me, the only, I mean, I think the front looks pretty the same and they do blitz all the time like they have for the last handful of years. But on the back end, it seems like they're mixing stuff up a little bit as well. I mean, do you see that and how much does that sort of diversify what they do defensively? They are, and honestly, to do, you know, to um, solidify that or whatever the hell the word is, I've, I've asked, you know, arriving or watching film on some things, he's, ah, I'm not sure what this is. I'm like, come on, kid, that's not helping me. But, you know, so, yeah, they're doing some different things that they did from last year when Barry was there. And, um, you know, they got new guys at the helm on defense and. I know Tim sounds like Tim sticking his nose in it, and shit, he's smarter than he knows more about defense, and uh, he's forgotten more about defense than I know. So, you know, they're solid, you know, and, and they got athletes over there, uh, and they're playing hard. Uh, it's impressive. I said to see last year, it seemed like every time I play them, it's impressive to see how they get their ass to the ball, you know. They can make mistakes, but they make up for it because. 11 hats show up. So, well, When it comes to that side of the matchup, then your guys' run game has been so powerful, and you guys have been prolific against pretty much everybody and sometimes even overpowering when you're at your best. So um, how, how do you keep that going? What, what is the sort of the, the give and take there when Montana's been so good against the run? They have. I mean, and again, I think it's figuring out the deals. I got a couple ideas. That, you know, just flashing back and seeing what's – uh, what's worked against them, and <clears throat> I think we're going to have to be patient because I do want to stick with the run game and is our strength. And I understand what they do. You know, they're great at stopping it. So, you know, uh, on that side of it, uh, I'm hoping for a part of me is hoping for a you know a ten seven you know NFL right uh, you know grudge match, but. 
um, with their offense. I think I well, you know, everybody knows has watched them, and I'm, I've watched every game uh, just because uh, of the kid too. You know, watching special teams and uh, Cooper run around, so I followed them more than I usually do, and. Their offense is caught up, you know. They got that little, uh, the freshman kid, I don't know any names, uh, Coulter, but they got the freshman kid running. I think, they, you know, he, he can break it. I think he makes them nervous. A couple of times, he, you know, he'll pull the freshman uh, slippery fingers. That's got him in a little trouble that they've got out of. But then they got Osmo. I mean, Osmo is my favorite. He's tough. He's not as quick as the other kid, but he's not going to cough it up. You know, and he's just solid, you know, try to tackle me and then try to tackle me in the fourth after I beat you up the whole game. So, um, and their quarterback, I think they went back and forth and dinked and dunked the quarterback to see who fits and what's going on. And and they have the weapons, you know, you saw Fonz win this. I think he did a, he was a major impact in winning the sack game for him. You can go through every one, you know, number six got the, what, 99-yarder last week. So uh, they're better. So I hope for a 10-7-er, and let's battle them and hit it. Now, when we went back and looked at all kinds of stuff and, you know, what has worked against this three-man front in the run game, and I don't know. I like the package, but it's one that we're going to have to be patient with, I think. Bruce Barton, Portland State, joining us here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. Uh, what do you think of just the what both these teams are playing for now? We were towards the end of the regular season now and, and still out a lot in front for both sides, but particularly Montana, uh, definitely in the mix for a seed and all that sort of stuff. So um, what do you think can your team's influence be on, on what is out in front of Montana and what it's out in front of you guys as well? Well, they are. They're playing for more than us. We got knocked out of the playoffs by losing to Davis last week, you know, period. We were a stretch. We were a bubble. I understand that. But, you know, because I play the North Americans of the world. Uh, but we're out of it now. Boom. Uh, we're talking next year, which I hate doing. But at least we're in in the talk of playoffs into November. I'm happy about that. Uh, but, you know, on the other side of me, I'm pissed because I wanted to sneak in this year. But, um and they're playing for everything. They're playing for a league title. Uh, they're playing for a seed. I mean, and and they're rolling. You know, one of the media people asked me about, hey, do you believe in trap games? And you see, I, I told him, I said, yeah, you, you see it happen. You know, you wonder how in the hell did that team lose to that team? Uh, but uh, with a defense like they have, uh, their defense has got them out of a lot of trouble this year. Uh, and I think they're uh, the last thing I think they're worried about is a damn trap game. So I'm just going to try to, again, put something together and try to keep their guys on defense busy and, and see if we can score a couple. Well, it should be a, a fun evening, and uh, your guys' last home game, so uh, some celebration to be had there. So, I mean, last thing for you, how do you hope to sort of send your seniors off in style, and what are sort of the keys if you guys are to knock off Montana on Saturday? Well, I, I don't The whole senior night, you know, um, the only unique thing about senior night, here's one, here's how a calendar drops for you, culture. Not that anybody listening to you gives a damn about this one, but somebody brought up on my staff, you know, because uh, we were getting ready for senior night, and they were looking at schedules, and I said, hey, Barney, did you realize uh, that you are going to be there for Cooper's senior night? Because we switched next year, so their last wow. home game next year, I'll actually be the team that, my son plays on his senior night, you know, 
Uh, so I asked Calc. I said, hey, by the way, Robbie, I said, does Montana do anything for, you know, senior day? Can I stay out there and maybe see the kid? He goes, no. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX by Ted Television, and the ESPN MT app, Portland State head coach Bruce Bartum. Uh, like, Barney, I think we lost you there just for a second. You were saying, uh, what does Montana do on their senior day? And then uh, you kind of lost it there. So uh, it, it will be your son's senior day next year when Portland State is here. And, of course, Cooper Bartum plays for the Grizz. Carry on. Right. So I asked Robbie how, because we're getting ready for our deal. I asked Robbie, I said, what do you guys do senior day? Ah, uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> That'll be a treat. We announce them, they run out, but that's it. Um, anyway, I do some for senior day, I was telling you, but uh, culture, what I, uh, I don't, the day of the game, I don't, that's fodder to me. I don't have a banquet for them. I don't do any of that. What I do is put together a, um, a big old, What's the steaks with a bone in them? You know? bones. No, no, they're sticking out like Fred Flintstones. Uh, there's a name to them. Uh, Porterhouse. No, no, Colts, you got to think bigger. Tomahawks. Uh, tomahawks. Hey. Tomahawks. <laughs> I get a bunch of tomahawks and have a glass of whiskey and wish them well and thank them. You know, that's my senior day. That takes place after the season, so. Anyway, but the kid, you know, the kid, uh, he's gone crickets on me, little punk. I mean, we talk football every week. We talk how to go. You know, what happened at Davis? Nice win at Northern Arizona. Quincy's a guy. I hadn't talked to him. I finally talked to him last night, and it was crickets. Hey, what's going on? Hey, how's practice? Fine. <laughs> it was fine. I said, you shitting me? <laughs> I said, all right, all right, I'll see you Saturday, Barnum. But that's a hell of a dynamic. Anyway. Well, you got to love it. Coach, we appreciate the time. we got to let you go because we got Sam Herter waiting for us. But appreciate it so much, and uh, best of luck on Saturday. Uh, thanks for being here today. Uh, you know, you can ask me the Herter stuff. Uh, you got, <laughs> I mean, I can, I can outthink him for Christ's sake. Anyway, good luck. Thanks, I'll Barney. We'll appreciate it, man. Bye. Bruce, Bruce Barnum, man. <laughs> One of the best. That actually would be a great bit. Bruce Barnum as Sam Herder. <laughs> That'd be classic. Coach, break down the Ohio Valley for us. You know, break down break down the SoCon. What's what's going on in the SWAC? That would be uh just pure comedy. As Bruce Barnum always is. Man, uh that guy, he's uh, he's he's something else, man. He's one of a kind. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com apply. 
Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Our Big Sky Spotlight this week features Eastern Washington head coach Aaron Best, a familiar face on the show, familiar voice on Nuanas now. Coach Best, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Good, good, good. Well, first of all, let's talk just about the, uh, the the crazy nature of the Big Sky this year. I mean, it's been all over the place. We've seen all sorts of different uh, teams rise up. Uh, and, uh, I mean, you guys have had a couple crazy ones, including the one against Idaho State that went all the way down the wire. So, I mean, what do you think of the league this year? And uh, what do you think sort of uh, plays into all of the, the various imp- unpredictable results we've seen so far this year? Well, I think you, you go back a little bit to July, and it's kind of come to fruition what you kind of anticipated, ton of ton of great teams there's always a couple teams that uh get better as the season goes on games not over until there's four zeros on the clock you you knew this was going to be an enhanced version of last year's big sky which was tough uh and it's even tougher this year i mean you're tuned in every saturday you know once you complete your game to see how the rest of the the big sky did um and, and as much as you like to say that there's or usually don't say there's there's a ton of surprises nothing really surprises you anymore because the league's so stout top to bottom. Um, tough to win on the road, as always, but it's even tougher now uh, with, uh, you know, some of these teams that present uh, very, very unique challenges. And so um, it's fun. Uh, fun isn't always uh, isn't always easy. Fun is challenging, but uh, it makes for, you know, 60-minute segments every week uh, to be as prepared as you can to, to try to get what the other team wants to get as well, and that's a win. And uh, so we haven't been on the, the, the ultimate winning side of things as, as much as we would have liked. Uh, but we're playing better ball uh, through nine games, and uh, we got another, another very, very tough one in front of us. Well, before we get to the, the upcoming one, let's just talk about uh, briefly the last matchup. You guys, pretty convincing win over Cal Poly. i, I never seen three safeties <laughs> in a game, but that was on the Cal Poly side of things. You guys piled up a whole bunch of points, including 31 uh, in the second quarter alone on the way to a 48-13 win. So uh, just take us through some of the, the highlights and uh, memorable, memorable parts of that game. Well, you know, you know, every week, obviously, playing home, you, you want home field advantage. So, you know, sleeping in your same bed is great. Playing on your home turf is great, especially us with the red, protect the red, so so darn important for us. Uh, but also the elements of, of weather uh, play out when you're playing in an outdoor venue. And uh, it uh, it rained for a better part of that game. Don't know that I've been in too many uh, in my career, and it's uh, spanned, you know, 23 years as a coach, where from start of game to end of game, it, it – pretty much rain the entire time uh advantage us when you're playing a team that uh, is used to 60 65 degree weather at this time of year um and we took full advantage of it out of the game got up early uh got a pick six few few blemishes early with uh two snaps over the 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 head of the punter uh then we took uh took a uh uh an auto safety late in the game because i wanted to flip flip the field not be uh putting our defense out there inside the 50 uh so one was self-induced as far as that goes but uh, we scored a lot of points in a lot of different ways. We played a, a really good defensive ball game, uh, stopped the run, and obviously, you know, it's a it's a 50-50 team. It likes to kind of maybe lean more on the pass, but 
uh, when you're up that uh, that much and the, the wind's blowing sideways and it's a little rainy and we're keeping guys behind the sticks, advantage us again. And so we played uh, we played a, a very well executed game uh, coming off a week where we didn't execute very well at all um, at Portland State. And so we, uh, we 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 worked some things out. We didn't work all our things out, but we've got to carry that momentum into uh, every game and not just uh, leave it uh, at home as we head on the road. Aaron Betts, head coach of Eastern Washington, joining us here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. Eastern in Bozeman on Saturday, take on Montana State. And coach, you played a powerhouse schedule already this year. I think you played uh, four, maybe even five top 15 teams already, and now you got yet another one on the docket. So, I mean, how do you think this Montana State team tax stacks up with some of the, the other uh, formidable opponents you've had so far this year? Well, the easy thing to do is, you know, compare and contrast with the other teams we played. I, I try to, I try to, to look at, just like our team does a a week segment. Um, and when I say that every week we prepare for, for the opponent, knowing that we're only as good as we're going to be and be in us. But uh, I don't know that they have many weaknesses. And I think I caught myself saying that uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, with, with an Idaho team uh, that was good offensively, good defensively, good special teams. Uh, the only advantage we had is we were playing at home, um, you know, and so uh, they've, They've got uh, they've got a ton of playmakers. Uh, you know, I thought their time possessions might be might be longer, but they're scoring from way out. They're 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 not going on 14, 15 play drives. They're going on three or four, and uh, you know, scoring from 50 out. Um, so they're you know 300 plus yards a game on the ground, and and only you know possess the ball for 30 minutes of the game. And so they force you to throw the ball in games because they get ahead in games. And I'll be honest with you, one of the the, the most fun I've I've had watching uh, a game from this perspective was watching, you know, Montana State against South Dakota State. That was a fun game to watch uh, on film. And so I was excited about the opportunity to watch it. And, uh, you know, not as excited to obviously be uh, going in against such a challenging opponent. But uh, they, they, they use their guys in different methods. Uh, they, they lull you to sleep. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you break a tackle and it's 60 yards. Uh, or they uh, – you know, get in a situation where they, they develop a pressure in a, in, a, in a choice down scenario where all of a sudden they, they cause a strip sack or, or get a pick. Uh, they are a well-coached team, an aggressive team, a long team, uh, and a team that's, it, that plays very, very well complementary football. And uh, at home, they've won 25 in a row. Let's not, uh, let's not forget that. Uh, so they're not only a great team, but they play even greater at home uh, for 25 straight. So that spans, what, three, four, five years from the math. Uh, holds uh, correct, and they're playing for a seat. Uh, so we've, we've got to take the, the mindset of nothing to lose. Um, and uh, one play at a time, we got to tackle ball carriers and not stop the run but limit uh, the length of their runs uh, because the team, they're seven and a half yards a clip every time they hand the ball off. And so uh, that's, uh, that's, that's a tall task. Uh, but if we can keep them at around five, five and a half, I think that gives us a shot uh, in Bozeman. As a guy that knows run games so well and, and has coached offensive line and, and called plays so often, I mean, what what about their run game makes it so challenging? I mean, what, is there anything unique that they do or anything different? Well, the, the first one would say the two quarterback system that they they not only throw it and run it with both Tommy and, and Chambers. Their their offensive line tackle to tackle wasn't maybe experienced coming into this year, but they're playing really really well collectively uh, together. They've got three tight ends. They've shown on film that there are selfless blockers, but also ball catchers. So they're not just, you know, fullbacks, they're tight ends. They're, they're blocking half the time and catching balls half the time. They mix up their run with their boots, with their motions, with their power reads, with their outside zone, with their handoffs. 
and a team likes to stay in pistol, so they don't give you the back set pre-snap very often. Uh, they stay in pistol a lot, so at a pistol, there's a lot of things you can do uh, with that running back in behind the quarterback. And as well as they run the ball, then all of a sudden you, they lull you to sleep, and they, uh, you know, six, seven, eight-man protect you, you know, run two, three-man routes, and all of a sudden go over the top on you because your safeties are, are itching to get to the line of scrimmage. And so they they're they're not conventional and they're really good at being not conventional because they have a method to their madness and they stick to it uh, they stick to their game plan that's what great teams do they don't get off script or if they do they minimally get off script because they uh they do what they do so well Eastern Washington in Bozeman to take on Montana State on Saturday. Uh, how about the other side of things? Uh, Coach Aaron Best joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now, when you guys got the ball, um, what sort of mismatches do you hope to exploit? What sort of advantages do you see against the Bobcat defense? First things first, I think they, they let their front four get after you, and they've got about three guys that uh, can make a play at any, at any point uh, during a, a play, uh, whether it's run or pass. Uh, very heavy football players. Uh, everything starts with effort. Their their effort is second to none uh, defensively. But up front, they get after you. Uh, I wouldn't say they play base, but they don't pressure you. Uh, they pressure you by getting home and, and getting the, the quarterback off, off schedule and off his, off his spot. Uh, so they got all league guys all over the place. Uh, they play with high effort. They play collectively well together. And they want to get you in third down. They throw some third down stuff at you uh, that's different the most. And so they almost – play base to get exotic. Um, and they allow themselves to go rush the passer in third, sit, third and you know, medium and long situations. Uh, we've got to continue with the sticks on the ground. We've got to lean. We've got to get tough yardage at the end of the day. And uh, I'd like to see us break you know, six or eight tackles in the game uh, and then build on that throughout the course of the game uh, because uh, we, can't, we, we can't allow one ball, ball tackler to tackle our ball carriers. And um, so we, we've got to make some individual plays when the opportunity presents itself. Um, you know, and then be strategic on third down and making sure that we're not uh, we're not overextending ourselves and playing playing within. But uh, they got playmakers all over. Uh, they don't pressure a ton, uh, but they get pressure with with uh, with their base defense and they they uh, they get in your face. They're long, athletic, and uh, they they know what they're they're doing. They play that system well, um, and they're physical doing it. Aaron Best, Eastern Washington, his team in Bozeman on Saturday. Coach, I'll be there, so I'll look forward to seeing you and your team. Uh, but best of luck with the rest of the week, and thanks for taking a minute today. Appreciate it, Coulter. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Well, we love new friends here at the Big Sky Breakdown, and we have a new presenting sponsor spearheading our new expansion, Vandals Weekly, but also... As a part of the Big Sky Breakdown as a whole, Old Works Golf Course in Anaconda. It's an iconic place, a Jack Nicholas course. If you've never been there, you've never seen it, you got to look up pictures and you got to go check it out. The sand traps, which are prevalent and very challenging, they are all over the place and they're filled with black sand. It is an unbelievable visual spectacle to see. And that plus the elements and the way that it's carved into the mountainside there, it makes it an incredibly challenging course. 
for all you Bobcat and Grizzly people. If you're in Missoula, in Bozeman, in Western Montana, in Southwestern Montana, it's a perfect center point right in the middle of everything. And the Old Works Golf Course PGA Improvement Center featuring PGA professional Andrew Alamey is now open all winter long. Expert swing and mental coaching for you all off-season. They also have cl- custom club fitting, multiple state-of-the-art trackman simulators. If you're ready to get into golf or take your game to the next level, call Old Works to schedule your winter session, 406-563-5989. That's 406-563-5989. Well, Montana State Minute here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. We're joined now by a senior defensive back for Montana State University. It's Lavelle Price Jr. joining us here on Nuwana's Now. Lavelle, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Enjoying the nice weather. It's pretty nice out here, Bozeman. <laughs> you got to take it in before before the snow comes. So just embracing it. Well, it's it's uh, it's fasting this time of year, right? Because sometimes it might be really nice, and then sometimes you might get a bad cold snap, like you did a couple weeks ago. So I yeah. mean, you guys practice in the morning. So I mean, what's what's that like? Kind of getting yourself prepared, especially when it goes from like 65 and sunny to then super cold, like it did a couple weeks ago. So every morning, I usually get I usually tubs. I get in the hot tub and I am with a cold tub. And mainly getting the cold tub is uh, waking up my nerves and almost just like getting me prepared for the snow and the cold. <laughs> That's smart. I, I've read a lot about yeah. that cold tub therapy. Do you think that helps you? Yeah, it helps me a lot. Like every Thursday, I, I probably do around 11 minutes. Wow. And I, not like all together, just like, you know, contrast, hot, cold, hot, cold. All together, 11 minutes in the cold tub, though. Wow, that's a, that's impressive. I've been trying to do the cold shower thing, and it's uh, I can only get like three minutes. It's so hard. Uh, yeah, I do a cold shower every Saturday morning, too. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy. There's a lot of science behind that. Where, where did you first learn about that? Uh, from our strength coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he told us it's better for health, and it's better for the muscles, and it'll wake, uh, work your nervous system up. And it'll get us prepared for the cold. <laughs> well, and it, it uh, probably builds mental toughness, too, I'm sure. Yeah, it definitely builds mental toughness. Yeah. Well, well, good, man. Well, uh, first of all, just take me through this last weekend. You guys had a great bounce-back win over Northern Arizona. So, I mean, what did you like about the preparation last week as a team? And and uh, probably felt good to get back on the winning side of things this last weekend. Yeah, it felt good getting back on the winning side. And I think as a defense, we took a step forward, you know, spending extra time in the, the room watching film and, you know, just studying studying their plays, calling the plays that was coming out and stuff, you know. Well, for you, I know that you've been battling this hamstring, so, I mean, that's always yeah. frustrating because you just never know when it's going to tweak again. But, I mean, how have you gotten through it? I mean, now here you are during the stretch running your senior year. So, I mean, what's been the most challenging part about going through that, but also how have you been able to get back in the lineup? Uh, the most challenging part was probably not being out there with my brothers, you know, not going to war with them. And just, like, you know, it just sucks just watching them play, celebrate, like, and my mindset was just have a positive mindset going through all that and just trying to be a coach out there, you know, and uh, coach all the uh, coach all the younger guys and uh, specifically Miles Jackson in the position to get him ready for those games, which he stepped up to. I was very proud of him. Yeah, Miles Jackson played great for sure. I mean, it's so frustrating yeah. with the hamstring, right, because the only thing you can really do is be patient, right, because if you push it too fast, yeah. you're just going to tweak it again. Yeah, I was told to be patient. <laughs> they tried not to get on me a couple times because of a couple of days I really I wanted to go push it, but <laughs> you know they're training us for a reason, so I had to I had to trust them. Yeah, for sure. Lavelle Price Jr. joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. He's a senior uh, nickelback there uh, for Montana State. Yeah. Tell me about just coming into this year. I mean, obviously huge shoes to fill. Tyo Kata played that spot as well as anybody in the Big Sky the last couple of years, and uh, mm-hmm. you guys had one of the biggest position battles on the whole team between you and Caden Dowler and. 
and Miles yeah, Jackson, sure, Aiden's yeah. Park. So, I mean, uh, what, what was your mindset coming into this year? What sort of, uh, I, I guess pressure is not the right word, but I mean, you guys knew you had to step in and fill a big role. So obviously, being my entire, I learned a lot from him. You know, uh, we used to watch them together, and he just used to coach me up. And just my biggest thing this year was uh, work on tackling and uh, just play bigger than what I am. You know, because at that nickel position, you're kind of like a linebacker safety. So it's it's kind of funny. You got to like be in a run here at the next play, like tackle a 200 pound running back, and the next play you got to go guard a slot. <laughs> so that was just my biggest mindset this year. Just um being versatile in that position i mean that's uh that's why that position has emerged as one of the, yeah. the most important positions on the field though right yeah <laughs> i mean everybody in the yeah. everybody in the league i mean in the nfl i mean that's like i mean troy anderson's getting drafted because he can play a little sammy he can play a little nickel i mean it's a uh, it's amazing exactly, how the position yeah. has evolved uh well yeah my biggest thing yeah just my biggest thing was just being like just play fast and physical this year and execute the defense really well it seems like you've always uh, liked tackling. I mean, I, I, you, even when you were just playing corner, it seemed like you were a good tackler. So, I mean, has that always come pretty naturally to you? Uh, yeah, I actually started in high school. So, in high school, we used to watch a rugby ta- rugby tackling since they take the head out of tackling. And ever since then, I've been watching that video almost uh, every summer, right before fall camp to get back to it. And also, coming here, too, we practice a lot of tackling and stuff, like tracking the hip in practice most of the time, and walkthroughs, just being dialed with details. Tell me about uh, just the high school program you came up with. I know you, we talked about it a couple years ago, but I mean St. John Bosco yeah. Prep certainly one of the most prestigious uh, high school programs in the in, in the state of California and is in the country really. So, I mean, for, first of all, how, how did you first go about going there, and and what how do you think that just prepared you for the college level? So how I went there, I kind of attended a camp there. Speaking of that, I wasn't even a defensive player. I was a real. I was just really offense throughout like Pop Warner and middle school and all that. And I just played corner that day. And then um, they asked me if I wanted to go there. And I said, yeah. And that year was the, I think that year was when they beat, they ended the streak with David South. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and finished like one of the top yeah. teams in the country, right? Yeah. About, yeah. They were, those two were the top two in the country. And I think Bosco, um, St. John Bosco ended up being national champions that year. So yeah, after that, after that, I really wanted to go there. And then just playing there, you know, like, we had a couple guys. As you guys know, um, one of our rivals was Modern Day, and um, they had a couple guys there, like Amaran St. Brown, JT Daniels, Brew McCoy. And um, so playing against those guys for three years, they, they really they helped me in a college collegiate level because they, they were really good receivers. And then when you came to Montana State, I know there was the connection with Tyrell Thomas. What else helped you lead to Montana State? Um, The Mountains. You know, just as talking to talking on the phone with you right now, I'm just looking around the mountains and a beautiful sky. <laughs> it's real beautiful here, and I was like, "Yeah, I definitely want to come out here." Were, were you? What did you think of? I mean, what did you think Montana was going to be like before you actually moved there? Uh, you guys want me to be honest? Uh, <laughs> more like you know, riding horses, you know. <laughs> Nothing really out there. No big town. No skyscrapers. <laughs> but then you realize I, I mean, really, yeah I really didn't know anything about Montana <laughs> but then you realize Bozeman's got I mean Bozeman's got some little stuff going on I mean there's, there's there's some stuff to do right oh yeah Bozeman's growing growing a little bit you know especially on our main street it's a lot of traffic kind of feels like I'm back home <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally yeah it's growing it's growing real fast what, what was it's still so beautiful what was the uh, what was the most challenging part about the the transition moving up north for you I wouldn't say like being away from family because at high school I, we traveled a lot and we used to be gone from Monday to next Sunday. So I think the biggest thing was the cold. <laughs> I didn't have no snow boots, no snow jackets or anything. 
Charles <laughs> out here struggling. <laughs> Freshman year. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Bell Price Jr. joining us here uh, on ESPN Radio as a senior defensive back there at Montana State. It's our Montana State Minute. Just going through this whole experience, I mean, it's fu- it's funny and interesting to think back to your guys' recruiting class because there was like 30-plus yeah. guys in there, and now yeah. there's only a handful of you guys left. So, I mean uh, – I think about five. Right. So, I mean, how, how have you guys made it to the end, and, and what's it been like to go w- through it with those other four guys? It was just, you know, pushing through, you know. Like when stuff – when things were starting to get tough, you know, we didn't turn like – we didn't go into a bowl and turn around, you know. We just stuck it through, especially when Tro left too. So, um, yeah, we just stuck it through that because we saw, like, we saw what this team had in the future, and we both and all of us just agreed to like to stay here and just push it through. And then, you know, just being with those five, those four of the guys, you know, those are my brothers. Like we spend every time with each other, so we kind of have each other's back. And so, like, this game is our senior game, so it's going to be real emotional walking out with them in front of the crowd. What's kept you in it? I mean, what's kept you motivated? Kept me motivated? Um, I was always an underdog in high school, so I think that kept me motivated, too. You know, just, like, I feel like things happen for a reason. And when uh, I just always repeat to myself, God, give his toughest battles to his toughest soldiers. So I just kept my head down and stuck through it. Been patient, learned from all the older guys, and just waited for my time to come. Yeah. Well, I asked uh, asked Trayton and... uh... Nolan about this last week, but it's so interesting the balance between chasing these big goals like you guys have as a team, mm-hmm. but also just enjoying. You know, I mean, it's going to be your last college football game at home on Saturday. I mean, I know you guys are probably going to get some games in the playoffs as well, but I mean, that's yeah, it's pretty crazy <laughs> to consider, right? I mean, so how do you sort of yeah. uh, chase these goals and also uh, d- just enjoy the moment? Yeah, obviously we still have goals and stuff, but every home game we have, well, every every game we have in general, you know. We just we tell ourselves don't take it for like don't take it to advantage you know because it went by fast yeah our college career went by fast so um, we just like appreciate we appreciate all the young guys and everyone that's been around us and we just go out there and play play it and give it and leave it out all on the field because you don't know when's your last game. What the, what have you been going to school for? Uh, I graduated last year in business marketing. Oh nice. Now I chose yeah I chose community health something like in helping health and mental health nice really. cool yeah. so is that what i mean do you want to get into coaching or counseling or something or what do you want to do with that yeah kind of like coaching and, and counseling really and the marketing side is part of like sports marketing or like real estate too wow. or sales yeah it's a lot of options cool yeah that's why i chose that marketing field it, it has a lot of options with, with it yeah for sure well uh last thing for you then i mean what will you take away from all this? Uh, what will what, I mean? What what will you say you've learned from uh, your time there at uh, Montana State? Um, what did I learn? I learned uh, how to just be a better person. You know, transitioning from California to Montana, people were like, people were like really nice, and um, my parents always told me to treat people how you wanted to be treated. So I just learned how to be a better person and don't judge a book by its cover because you don't know what they're going through. Love it. Lavelle Price Jr. here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. You can also find a senior profile on him coming up here uh, later on this week at SkylineSportsMT.com. Lavelle, thanks, man, and uh, enjoy yourself on Saturday. That'll be a fun moment for you and your family. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. 
at Opportunity Bank. Our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC.